Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Empower Man Podcast. It's your boy, Mikey G, coming to you from the very, very free state of Florida. And I am joined by the man who once appeared on billboards across New York City in jockey underwear. <laughs> the man who never met a pizza he did not like. The man who made tricolor cookies famous. The man who first introduced me to Arthur Avenue in the Bronx. He is the champion of the Second Amendment. He's my boy and yours. Let's give it up for the one and the only Mr. Greg A. Tadora the first. Sir, how are we doing tonight? Good evening, Mike Gallagher. You did it again, you son of a bitch. That's a great, great intro. Love it. All true. All true. In the words of Britney Spears, oops, I did it again. Yes, you did. You never cease to amaze me. That was awesome. Tonight's topic, Mike, let's dive right in. You want to dive right in. All right. Well, let's do it. Uh, Real quick, though, let's do what we always do. I want to give thanks to all the military personnel out there. Stay safe and America first. Yes, and I want to thank all of our first responders, our cops, our firemen, our EMTs. Thank you, men and women, for always keeping our community safe and protecting us. want to give a shout-out to Publix Diet Ginger Ale. That's going to fuel me through this podcast. Greggy T, that's a heck of a hat you're wearing there, sir. Gotta love it. It's the Urt, Urt, U-R-T, U-R-T dot com. Check them out on Instagram as well. Pretty awesome company. They make some really great gear. And um, they're all about like the amphibious lifestyle, beach surfing. Um, they, they make some really cool shit. So check them out. Sounds like a plan, Greggy T. Yes, sir. So going with that segue, we're going to dive into it. Beach, surf, diving, all with aquatics here. The aquatic theme, forgiveness. Yeah. You mentioned it in one of our last episodes. I you did. wanted to do something about forgiveness. And it's a tough topic to have. But as men, I struggle with it (laughs) on a daily basis, and we all do. And the first step in really trying to create the awareness around forgiveness is to have the discussion. And I think that's one of the great things that you and I do is that we we bring things to the surface so that we can have these conversations, right? Well said. Greggy T, why do you think it's important to forgive? And also with that, why do you think it's important not to forgive? All right, so I think it's important to forgive with the whole aspect of, of holding on to something where it can start to affect your your health, obviously, number one, but also your path forward where you're trying to go. You have goals, aspirations, work, family, loved ones. If you're dating somebody, if you're married, you, you're going in a certain direction. And I think if you hold on to not forgiving somebody or something or some event or whatever, I think it can, it's like a dead weight. It can really, it can really slow you down or hold you back completely. I I agree. You know, um, forgiveness is, is good because it sets you free. You know, I'm going to take a quote from a course that my church teaches. It's like giving someone poison, expecting them to drink it, and them to suffer from it, right? So it's like, I'm not going to forgive Greg because I want him to drink this poison and suffer. Meanwhile, you're not going to drink the poison. You're the one who's really drinking that poison, and therefore you're the one who's suffering because Greg is living his life. So forgiveness 
forgiveness sets you free. So it's important to forgive because A, like you alluded to with the health risks and all the other emotional distress that comes along with holding on the grudges. And you and I come from the old school Italian, like, you know, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, hold on to things, hard yeah. to let things go. But also we get in the habit of holding on to those things, saying that we forgive someone and then throwing it in their face down the road through condescending comments, snippy comments, as I do. <laughs> so I have that awareness. And again, it's a work in progress. We're not perfect. We're here to bring that to the forefront. Um, I think it's, you, you want to forgive, but don't forget and let the, the situation or the lesson be somewhat of a, um, a precedent, especially if you're in a relationship especially if you're in a friendship, even if it's in a business relationship, you know, forgiving is important, but not forgetting is equally as important because you don't want to make the same mistake twice. Is that pretty accurate, Greg? You're spot on with it. You're, you're, you're saying it perfect. And forgiveness is hard. Like it's Very not hard. that easy to forgive. And, you know, obviously forgiveness has biblical connotations along with it. And we're not going to sit here and preach a sermon on forgiveness, but the Bible teaches us, to forgive because God forgave us and it's not easy. I mean, Greg, can you think of a time where it was the hardest thing in the world to do, but you forgave that person or that situation anyway, because you knew it was in the best interest of yourself and those around you. It's a good question. Um, not off the top of my head, a specific example, but I can say one of the greatest her, people that I forgave was myself for being a certain way or having a certain outlook that I know now isn't isn't positive and isn't going to get me what I want, where I want, when I want, if that makes sense. And I've learned that now that I've gotten older, obviously. Um, but I think allowing myself to forgive myself for silly mistakes or, or a different way of thinking or being too hard or whatever the case may be in the past of letting it go and giving myself the space to do that. And it is what you said, completely freeing yourself. It's freedom. What tips could you give our listeners out there that you use on a daily basis or you've used to kind of help you get to this point in your life? where you can forgive freely? I don't think I'm there yet forgiving freely. And I'll get to that because I have a bunch of stuff for you. But I think it's a, it, it, what you said earlier, it's a work in progress, definitely. And it's not like one day you're going to wake up and be completely good at it. And it's easy. And it's, you know, it's, 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 it's a non-thought. I think every day is some sort of, um, an active struggle, not in a negative way, but it's an, it's an active struggle where you have to make yourself aware that you're going to have to forgive somebody or something. The best way to do it for me is, is it really worth it at the end of the day? It's a simple question. And what is the point of not letting go or, or being, or not forgiving that person for what they did? I don't know five years ago, what, what is that going to accomplish? What is that doing? Is it, is it helping me in my life? Is it helping my family or friends? If the answer is no, 
then I just turn the page and move on. And I definitely forgive, but I, I, I never forget. So I don't, I make sure that if that person or situation arises down the road, I know what not to do now. And I take note of how it made me feel or all the years of it dragging on in my head and I don't do it anymore. I don't partake. That's great advice. And you know, you said it before you, you gave us that um, explanation about your thought process on forgiveness. Forgiveness begins with yourself. Just like everything in life, everything begins with you, right? How you start is how you're going to finish. So it, forgiveness really starts with being able to just go easy on yourself, especially I'm a perfectionist. You probably have some per perfectionist tendencies. So like, a little bit. yeah. <laughs> so when things don't go the way you have it drawn up in your mind, or if you say the wrong thing, I know one of the things that have helped me out and people actually laugh at me now. It's like when I start to swear, I usually say, please forgive me. <laughs> please forgive me for my language or please forgive me. I didn't mean to say that. And they look at me like I have like, you know, a few heads and it's like, it's become a part of my awareness because mm -hmm. I don't want, um, you know, anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language coming out of my mouth. It's something that I've been aware of because I meditate on that um, as part of my daily meditation as it, as it comes up. So being able to forgive yourself is, um, is really where it starts. Let me ask you a question there, Greg. Have you ever had to ask anyone for forgiveness? Of course. I've had and to ask parents, friends, my wife, uh, girlfriends, you, my cats, you name it. I, every, everybody in my life. Everybody. My cat's sitting right here. I ask yep. for forgiveness every day. <laughs> she is my ride or die. Yep. How did that make you feel, though? Did it? Did it? Did it feel weird asking for forgiveness? Did it, like humble you at all did it feel weird definitely didn't feel weird it's i guess humbling is, is an okay word to use um i don't i'm trying to think back when i was younger it didn't make me feel weird or anything i just it made me realize i probably did something wrong or i hurt somebody's feelings or hurt somebody and it just made me more aware of actions and consequences yeah now when you were disciplined as a child do you, were you like i know old school like spanking or like sent wooden to your room, spoon wooden spoon um <laughs> how, was that how like your mom and dad would discipline you as or is it just more like like lecturing like how did how were you disciplined as a child and how do you think that can carry over into asking for forgiveness or making a mistake and reacting a certain way to that situation. You'd probably have to ask my mom this one, but I was pretty, I was a pretty good kid. I didn't get in any major trouble. Not that I can remember. And I, I definitely got yelled at obviously and probably got smacked a few times upside my head. But I think I lied once when I was younger it was about something silly and hear that thunder and the Ooh. thunder rolls. thunder rolls um i got yelled at for lying and i remember i felt like shit, and i definitely 
realized uh, my actions, how it made my parents feel. And I'm sure, you know, on the outside, they were upset and like they wanted to be angry, but I'm sure they were disappointed. That's the worst, obviously. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. And I never lied again. Even and my parents always they did the they didn't lecture, but we we had an open line of communication. So they always said, listen, don't ever lie to us, even if you're going to do something bad or not good. And I and I did. And I, I always had that rapport and it was cool and it was open, open dialogue, open everything. So. You know, I remember like we used to go to bars from uh, where we're from. That's what we did when we were younger, like not 14, 15, 16, like bars. And I remember we we all had plans to go to this one bar and I told my parents, I was just honest with them. I said, hey, listen, we're going to go to this place. Just wanted to let you know. And they respected that. They didn't agree with it. Obviously, they didn't want me to go, but they know they can't really stop me. So they were like, listen, you can always call us no matter what's going on. So I took that with me and I, I was always honest with them. So I never, never did that. And I, I really hope to pass that on to my, to my little ones. I don't want them to lie to me. So that's, that's awesome. Um, I know sometimes when I've in the past, I've had to ask for forgiveness. Uh, I would get that feeling in my stomach. And I would get anxiety in my chest because when I did something wrong as a, as a kid, it, it made me feel a certain way. And I was disciplined a little bit different. And you can tell it, it really, uh, it, it worked, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it did. So I always say like, <laughs> I always say to people, right? If you ever watch the movie twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and Danny DeVito, you're Arnold Schwarzenegger and I'm Danny DeVito. <laughs> I'm the bad Benedict and you're the good Benedict. Right. I'm the dude with the briefcase full of money getting in trouble and you're always bailing me. I'm out. Julian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, you know, um, but you you made uh, like a great point. Is it really worth it to hold on to a grudge? No. And I was all about it when I was growing up, how yeah. we grew up, sure. what we saw, who we hung around with, what we experienced, the movies, the music, like. We held on to everything. Like I'm going to get them eventually. I'll wait two years, but I'll get. Yeah, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time, especially when it comes to girls. You know, remember the conversations we would have when we found out that we knew a girl that we were, maybe we were dating, and they were intimate with somebody like way before we were even in the picture. And you like, we judge them because they hooked up with so-and-so and we have no business judging anybody. Right. And oh. that mindset back in the day, and we would like hold that against them. So like you get into an argument, you threw up that person's name in their face. Right. And yeah. like, you look back on it now, here we are 20 years removed from that uh, behavior. And it's like crazy to, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it, it it's, um it's really, you know, what your lens is like and how you look at the world is really based upon your core beliefs, which we talked about. And we talked about like for being a Christian, it's like understanding that, you know, God sent his only son into the world to, to die for our sins. Now we can break it down into multi-layered Bible verses. And that's not what we're here to do, but to give a paraphrase and understand, like, if you believe in something, a higher power, it could be whatever religion that you're 
practice or Buddhism or anything like that, that, you know, who the sun sets free is free indeed. And when you have that type of belief, um, it makes you let go of things a little bit easier. But like you said before, it's a work in progress. You have to practice it every day. It's not like, oh, I believe in God. I can do anything I want. No, it's not the case. It's just having an understanding of a, your behavior, but understanding that Jesus was sent here in human form so he can experience what we experience so that if we fall down, God knows, hey, look, you're human. Keep trying. Get back up. In life, we you said this in our last episode. It was so good. We tend to give up on things. We give up on relationships. We give up on our careers. We give up on our dreams. Being Christian or trying to make a change, you're going to get knocked down. But you got to get back. Yeah. If not, the enemy is going to attack you. You're going to keep just getting dirt shoved in your face. And if that's how you want to live, um, you know, that's your, your choice. But yeah. people need to realize that there are other options besides drugs, besides alcohol, besides pornography, besides gambling, besides any other voice that's going to like, you know, kind of create that hole or that void that's in your life. Is that pretty safe to say, Greg? Yeah, I'll go with that. Um, let me ask you a question, too. Uh, didn't mean to cut you off. Have you ever had to forgive someone or how did you forgive someone? in a, a, a business betrayal or even friendships. I mean, we talked about girls. We touched on that for a second. If you want to get into the girls thing, that's fine. Um, we can dive a little bit deeper into no. that. <laughs> but <it's> been, <laughs> That'll be on our soon to come Patreon channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, just, um, I think with friendships, it's, it's a, I don't know. I think for guys, it's easier because I think girls want to make it look or appear easier because they, they want that surface to look good, but underneath it's all eroded and there's no, there's nothing of substance there. I think it's a little different with guys. If they have history or if they have a true friendship, I think, you know, forgiveness or apologizing or whatever you want to call it. I think it's a little it's a little easier for guys because I think there's that what when they're true friends, I think there's that that natural understanding and they can cope with it a little bit easier by saying, is it really worth it? What's the point? So I think that that's my short answer to that. It's a tough yeah. question. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, in, in friendships, you have to really, you know, you have to like, you know, like you said, it, it's tough, but you have to understand if you've been friends with somebody for like 10, 15 years, man, things are yeah. going to happen, mm -hmm. you know, and you said it great with your parents, what they did for you as a child, those open lines of communication. And if you know your friends or, you know, people tend to be guarded and we're going to get to this in our next episode, one in our, one of our next episodes about acceptance, meeting people where they're at, you got to kind of meet people where they're at so you can have that open dialogue um, but again, forgiveness for a friendship, uh, you know, it, 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 it's pretty, you know, like you said, with guys, it, it tends to be a little bit different because yeah. there's tends to be a little more substance there than mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, I, we, we, and I, 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 I want to say, cause it just made me think of it mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to get anybody like take sides, but guys right. are more, a little bit more rational 
brained and you know girls tend to be a little more emotional when you deal with the emotions it gets a little muddy bumpy waters with forgiveness and it shouldn't because like i said that's just to me it's surface you want to get down into the weeds and to the core of it the foundation you know one of the things that i've practiced in my life is i think we always go back to childhood why that's why i asked you that childhood question because at one time we were all little boys little girls we were all children and i think if you can look at someone and see that inner child like for example um a girl i i had brief relations with right like i look at i look at her and the way she acts towards me the way that i know she is and I, I'm, I'm not dating her. It, it really didn't get that far. But I looked at her as a little child. And I looked at her as maybe, you know, she was looking for her father's approval. Maybe she doesn't approve of herself. So the more that you tend to, oh, I'm going boating. I know this person. I'm with that person. And maybe there's something that she's, that she's struggling with. You know, when it comes to forgiving a girl, like, I don't like getting lied to as much as the next person, but I get it. But we have to be smart enough. Even girls have to understand when a guy is lying too, and look at that little kid as maybe he never got his father's approval. Maybe he never got his mother's approval. And I know it sounds a little strange for those that are new to this way of thinking, but, you know, at one point we were all innocent. At one point we were all children. And when, if you can look at somebody like that and understand that person, we fight battles like there's a battle that you're fighting that I don't know about. There's a battle that I fight you don't know about. And if we're like brothers, imagine meeting like a business associate or, you know, a girl that you dated for like a month. Like we don't have no idea what goes on in someone's mind, which is why it's important for us to be rational, take the emotion out of it and kind of see people where they're at. So you can let that go. Is that kind of fair to say, Greg? Yeah, it's definitely fair to say. Um, I cut you off before. I'm sorry. You were going to ask me something. Or it's all good. Something. I want to go down a path that you're probably going to be shocked at. But everybody knows I'm a big fan of Sean Ryan. And earlier this week, he had a tremendous episode with the actor Jim Carazel. Do you know who he is from The Passion of the Christ? Uh, I've seen The Passion of the Christ, but I... So he's the main actor there. Did he play Jesus? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was amazing, man. Holy smokes. Yeah, yeah. that was a, a, an amazing movie. But yeah. there's a new movie that he's in that's coming out. It's called The Sounds of Freedom. And it's all about the, the world of the child abduction sex trafficking ring. Oh, God. And he had a couple episodes with other people that scratched the surface of this and got into a little bit more detail. And, and I just listened to this week's, if you haven't seen it, you should go see it. It's, you can just go to the Sean Ryan show on YouTube. It's, he has one of the best podcasts out there and it's, he, he is a very, so Sean just found faith, former Navy SEAL, CIA, you know, contractor, all that awesome dude true hero and he just found faith i think he said like a couple weeks ago and which is is great everyone knows i'm not really into this stuff mike is mike mike practices all the time and you know i find myself you know intrigued by certain things i agree with a lot of it i don't 
you know, I'm going to be honest, I don't go to church every day and all that stuff or every week, but I was listening to the episode and it was really, first of all, it was impactful just because of the topic. It really gets me and I don't, I feel very strongly about it. We touched upon it last time and I'm tying this all into forgiveness, but Sean said something and I agree with, he's like, how can you forgive these people that are doing this? And, you know, you said last, I think it was last episode, well, you don't know why they're doing it or whatever. And my brain doesn't think like that. I don't care why they're doing it. It's one of the most atrocious things I think you could do is be involved in that, in that trade, slave trade, children, whatever you want to call it. And they had a great discussion about it. And he brought Jim, the actor brought a lot. He's very, very like devout, um, knows his stuff. And he said a great line. He said, I think it's from Matthew 822. Welcome, Mike. There you go. It must be the pre-workout. I don't know. Uh, well, let, me, let me sit down for this. <laughs> um, he said, let Preach. the, yeah, he said, let the dead bury their dead. And I love that. And so I actually read up a little bit about it, like the true meaning of it. And basically it says you might physically be alive, strong, healthy, you know, whatever, but spiritually you're dead. So he was trying to explain to, to Sean, you have to pray for these people. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, no, there's no way I'm praying for these assholes that are doing this to these kids, especially after some of the things that I've seen researching all this stuff. So I'm tying this into, I still have a hard time getting to the point where I can even fathom forgiving these people, not even close to, I'm not, I'm going to pray for these people. I pray I meet them one day so I can take care of business the way I think it should be done with them. But I don't, I just, I don't, I think that's insanely hard to forgive people like that last thing. And, and, the actor Jim said what we were talking about earlier. He goes, it's a work in progress every day. You got to work a little bit towards it, a little bit towards it. it's not easy. So I agree with that. But he's like, if you don't pray, you know, you have to pray even for the, the bad people, the devil or whatever, because they, it's the only way that can like save them. I'm not there. That's very out there to me. I'm not hating on it, obviously, but it's very far from where I am now in my head. But how, how would you, or how do you, if you even do, how do you forgive somebody that's in that trade that literally just steals little kids right out of there? Like a mom's walking down the street in a, in a beautiful neighborhood. I've seen videos and car pulls up, snatches a kid, never sees him again. How do you forgive that person? I don't. Um, Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm there, but I'm not there because, you know, in, in this secular sense, I'm like you, if I saw that, I'm going to, I'm going to find oh. you. I'm going to run yeah. you down. You're done. And, and you're done. You're done. Like, I don't care if I, I get taken out by you guys, I'm going to at least get one of them. Mm-hmm. That's the secular sense. The spiritual sense is I don't, I agree with what the actor said. You have to pray for these people. Romans talks a lot about don't curse your enemies, bless them, pray for them. Um, it's what 
we're taught to do as Christians. And the Bible is really the playbook for life, as I have discovered in the last two years of my journey uh, in, in being more Christian and, and understanding what that's all about. Um, I can tell you as someone who was um, victimized as a child, it took me a long time to get to the point where I could forgive that person. Now, I, you know, compared to other people, it only happened to me once, maybe twice, but others have had it a lot worse than me. So you have to really figure out, okay, I'm good. Like, you know, when you look at the big picture, mm -hmm. but you have to understand the person that did this to you, it was probably done to him. And he was probably like me, a child. We were all children. You're born into drugs. Like our friend, Ginny, who's going to come on in a few weeks, to talk about addiction. She's her life is so fascinating being introduced to drugs at like seven years old. So she can gain acceptance with her family. Imagine your mom and your sister doing drugs and they pressure you to get high. And you're like, no, 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 no. They finally wear you down. You get high and you feel accepted by your family. Right? So we don't know the individual dynamics, the people that are snatching children. They, it could be a family business. It could be, you know, these, these gangs or militias, maybe they have their families hostages and they're being forced to do this. Um, a lot of people that are in come from countries where sex trafficking, human trafficking, it's usually has something to do with paying off a debt. And I just saw a law and order episode and that kind of enlightened my mind, which is, you know, was a real eye opener for me. Cause you know, you don't, don't see these things. We never really knew much about human trafficking until we got older and became more to the forefront. You know, we've been very lucky to have the lives that we have, but I think you have to really understand that person, uh, understand their situation, but also realize you got to have, and my past, one of my pastors said this, the gospel is the gospel. We talk about the, you know, gospels in certain contexts, but gospel, the suffix, take the pill out and put pill. Gospel, meaning it is the best remedy for anger, depression, finances, love, fear. For me, the Bible is the best medicine for me. Now, for anyone else, it could be working out. We talked about this in previous episodes. It could be writing a list out, whatever it is. So the more you practice and be in that work in progress, the easier it gets. And there's really no rational explanation, but I can just say through practice, the process becomes a little bit easier, but it's hard. It's not easy. I, I guess, Greg, I don't know. Like, you know, if, if I saw a guy beating a girl, I'm, I'm going to jump in because this is my natural instinct. And then I got to be like, well, what if I really hurt this guy? Am I going to, is it worth me losing my life over? You know, so it, it, it Unless we're in that situation, can we really know how to handle it? I know that if I did have to defend someone who was getting attacked, my first response would be to, to try to calm the person down and get that person out. And then if I felt like I'm getting attacked, it's a different story. If that makes sense, that was kind of long-winded. You're a better man than me, Mike. You're better well, I owe it all to Diet Ginger Ale from Publix. Yeah. I uh, No, you, you I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I just, I don't. I don't think I, I'm, I'll never say never, but so to use your example, mm -hmm. we don't know. Let's just take the, the person that takes the kids. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
and then sends them on their, their route, wherever that may be. You said it could be a family business. Could be. My first thought is I don't care. It's, it's, it's atrocious. It's one of the worst things that could be done. I think period. hundred percent. I don't care if that he grew up or she grew up and that's all they saw or that's all they know. I don't care. If that's the case, then take the family out. I agree. I, I so agree. I can't, I don't forgive them at all. But taking that family out, what's it going to do? Is it going to solve the problem or is it going to just solve the symptom? Right. In my brain, it's a small piece that is now missing. Yes, I'm sure there's 50 other people that will fill the void. But it, it, you know, a thousand pinpricks can sink a ship, you know, whatever that saying is. Yeah. Maybe it's a little pinprick, but it's, uh, it's, some, it's something rather than nothing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very, you know, I'm very passionate about this subject. I became really aware of it, listening to some episodes and, and, and reading a little bit about it. And most people just don't do anything. And it's, it's frustrating. And it, it doesn't matter if I have kids or not. I, I, I still, you know, there's people that don't have kids that feel the same way. I just, I just think it's a, I don't, I don't care if it's a family business. That's all they saw. They don't, I don't think they, they deserve somebody's forgiveness. Right. I, I'm not saying I'm right. Obviously I could be way wrong. I'm just telling you, I, that's a hard place for me to get to mentally to forgive these people or to pray for them. It, but in a secular sense, I agree with you. Like uh, the first thing you want to do is you, you want to, you know, um, you know, you want to take them out. It's secularly, right? That's our initial reaction. I see something go down. My initial, my first reaction is to fight. The Bible talks about, you know, fighting for orphans, for widows, the oppressed, right? That's, but there are ways to fight. Fighting with your hands, you know, fighting with weapons, or you can fight with other weapons like compassion, like love, like understanding. And I know you're not going to sit here and be like, hold on, sir, before you throw that punch, let me just try to understand where you're coming from. No, but that's where the practice comes into play. Cause we talked about this in our last episode. You can read a room like that 30 seconds, you know, what's up. Do mm-hmm. so you see a situation of, you know, hundred feet away, you can size that person up or a situation up like that because you practice it on yourself. So you're going to apply different weapons for different situations and it's not easy, but you know, if you believe that this, but for me, this platform is almost like a ministry in a way, because I I can use this through a higher power to kind of like help people out and provide different perspectives like we're doing here. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you believe that you are appointed or you're assigned a certain thing to do whether it's spread the news of Jesus or to spread the news of love or forgiveness or to raise awareness for um, soldiers that have passed away. You know, whatever it is that you believe your mission is or your, your purpose is, is what's going to come out of you. But I, but there's a spirit inside of me that's allowing me to do this. It's funny you say that because that's exactly why they both did this to raise awareness, to teach people, to shed some light on what's going on. It's, it's literally everything you just said, and I know you haven't seen it, so it's ironic in a great way what you just said. Because they said the same thing. 
the spirit that lives with you is the greater than the spirit that lives in the world. And again, all this stuff, I don't make this up. It comes straight from the Bible. And it's a part of my practice. And I've only been doing this for two years. You know, I, I would have never spoken like this five years ago, let alone 10 years ago, not even 24 months ago. But, you know, you learn because I want to be a better person. I want to, am I going to be like Jesus? No. <laughs> I mean, he was the perfect person, right? He could walk on water. He could heal the sick. You know, he could take a loaf of bread and feed Madison Square Garden if he wanted to. Yeah, I'll never be that. But the best thing I can do is do the best that I can with my time here on earth to be a better son than my, my mom and dad. Because our, our parents, they did the best they could with the tools they've given. And to, to, to be more patient with them, especially as they get older, right? To be a good, if, you know, if I'm in that situation, to be a good father, to be a good husband. But understand the compass that's driving me, it's not revenge. It's not anger. It's the Holy Spirit that's inside of me, that I'm trying to be a better friend to you, a better friend to your family, a better friend to all of our friends. As long as you get up and try every day, you've already succeeded. Yeah, I like it. I know we, it was a very heavy topic, but I wanted to get your take on it. And it's very, it makes me feel better that I know you haven't seen anything. Like I said about, you didn't see the episode, you didn't read about it or anything. And you literally almost verbatim said what both of them said. So I'm not a fraud. No, you're not. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, Greggy T, I think what we should do is down the road, you know, because I can feel your passion. We should do a show or some type of a collaboration with some of these programs to bring more awareness and use this platform to bring awareness to this topic. So if anyone out there that's involved in these types of organizations, feel free to DM us, reach out to us, and let's try to collaborate. Because again, with you and I, we get other people involved. Now we have a whole new platform of awareness to help people. So yeah. I think, Greg, I think that's awesome, man. And I think I commend you for that. I think that's that's awesome. I'm really proud of you for bringing that up to the forefront and to be passionate and taking that bull by the horns and, and let, let's go with it, man. Let's go with it. Yeah, man. Um, you Appreciate know, that. No, nah, man, it's, it's, it's all love, man. You know that, man. You're, you're, you're my blood, man. And, um, you know, um, to kind of just kind of take this down another road here to kind of wrap this up. Um, I have a really hard time um, with being envious and jealous at times, especially when you see someone that's doing something you know you can do. And whether you haven't gotten the chance for it or whether you um, keep constantly getting rejected, it's kind of like, the door gets slammed in your face. You see someone doing something right there and it can easily, it eats me up inside because when I see someone doing something that I know I can do, it conjures up old emotions. So you got to kind of put the stop to that. And I found, and you know, since we've been talking about the Bible, the book of Mark is, is great, man. And if for anyone out there listening, like the new living translation, it's like the like Bible for dummies, like not that, you know, I'm not trying to criticize anyone's intelligence, but I can't read like the new King James version with V and thou. And I need like, like Bible one-on-one and it really breaks things down. It's like one of the things that I've been doing that kind of helped me out is when I pray in the morning and I go through my routine is I 
pray to God to help me forgive and let go of any enviousness or jealousness I have towards somebody and replace that with blessing them and kind of almost like congratulating them for what they've achieved. Because it's not fair for me or you or anyone else to be jealous of someone. Meanwhile, they probably worked their rear ends off to get there or not. That's again, all how you look at things. And I got to tell you, man, it's like a weight lifted off your shoulder. You could just feel that leaving. I know it sounds really weird, but you can just kind of feel that leaving. And then you look at that person in your mind completely differently. Have you ever come across a situation where you were envious or jealous of someone knowing that you could do what they do just as good, if not better? Of course. And how did it make you feel? It just, it pissed me off because in some sort of like business situations, I know like some agents, I'll use real estate as an example. Some agents do really well and they have no clue about real estate. They know nothing about it. And it's frustrating because you see when I was first, you know, early in my career, I would see these people do deals and, and make a lot of money and they couldn't, they don't know their numbers. They don't know the market. They don't know anything. It's just their connections. And I'm not hating on that. I'm just using that as an example. So it, how it, it would frustrate me to see that because it's like the people in school, you would study for a week for a test to get a C. Uh, and someone, you see them, you know, in the lunchroom the day of just like flipping through the book real quick and they bust out a B plus or an A and you're like, Jesus Christ. What is that? It's it's kind of like that. It's frustrating. But everyone's different. How do you let go of those emotions, though, Greg? How do you let how do you let go of that type of frustration? Just keep doing you. Just keep doing me. Focus on me. Focus on what I want, my goals, my mission, my 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 end result. Just you know, deal with it, package it, push it aside, and keep going forward on my path. Wow. So those are kind of like your tips to forgive and let go. I like that. Yeah. deal with it, push it, package it, keep moving forward. That's mm-hmm. it's simple and impactful. Um, like my biography, I have an in-depth version of how to forgive. <laughs> and if you want to read my bio more, you can go to our empowermanpodcast.com to get the abridged version. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, you know, putting yourself in other, someone else's shoes. Um, That's big. Whatever, That's a big one. You know, you said a great example about someone who, is in a hurry and is driving past you and you like, don't know if they're going to the hospital to see their loved one or pull off the side of the road, let them go. So being able to put yourself in the other person's shoes, uh, understanding that everyone's fighting a battle that we don't know nothing about. And a big one for me is not to take things personally, especially when it comes to members of the opposite sex. You know, we have to realize that girls are fighting battles that we know nothing about. And the more we can understand that as men, like we're going to get rejected. A girl may not, she may be having a horrible day. Maybe she's dealing with family stress. Maybe she's a single mom. We have no idea what these girls are going through. And instead of being like, oh man, the heck with her. Like she don't know. Just like, I get it. I hope you're doing well. I can't imagine what you've got going on or whatever it can to kind of put that out there and, and understand like, Hey, you know, girls are fighting battles like we are and we know nothing about that and it's probably tenfold because they have the pressures to look good that we've talked about act a certain way attract a certain type of guy maybe they have family or social expectations of what they want in life instead of 
realizing what they really want in life. So we have no idea what they're they're looking at. Um, for me, it's praying that helps release it. But if you um, write it out or anything that you can do, do it till it goes away. I can't just say, oh, I forgive this person. I wake up the next day and I'm angry at that person. You got to keep it's kind of like blotting out uh, a, a spot on the rug. You got to you got to wipe that. You got to hit it a out. few times. You got to hit it a few times before that stain gets removed. Yep. And that's really what forgiveness allows you to do. It removes the stain of your heart, that stain of anger, that stain of rage and that stain of jealousy or envious. You got to good one, practicing. Mike. That's a good one. Well, again, Greg, that came from the Bible. I can't take <laughs> full credit for that. So, you know, you pray to God to remove that stain on your heart. And, you know, for me, that's what helps me. Greg, that's what helps you. Uh, awesome episode today, man. Um, any yeah. final thoughts that you want to share? No, I uh, I appreciate your insight on the forgiveness. And I know we went down a very, you know, tough subject, but it means a lot. So I know a lot of listeners will feel a certain way about it. Hit us up, give us some comments, some feedback. We would love to hear it. And if you want to get involved, let's do it. Yeah, I think that's a great project for us to yeah. focus on going forward. And, you know, each week we'll be putting that out there, the awareness of this, of these types of organizations that help these these uh, children out. That's extremely important. And uh, Greg, I really appreciate you uh, bringing that to the, the forefront and really ex expressing to the world how you're feeling. And that's awesome. Thank you. Well, Greggy T from the great state of Florida, I'm going to sign off my friend, another episode in the books. Great job, my friend. Uh, thank you all listeners. Oh, and, and I got to say a special shout out to our newest listeners in Hungary. <laughs> Holla. What's Hungary. up, Hungary? Hungary, we are coming for you, man. So yeah. thank you for listening. Uh, it's amazing how this podcast has grown on a world level and really we're just getting started. Yeah. We have a lot of things cooking behind the scenes, some collaborations with other companies. We are growing slow and steady. Anything you could do to help push our algorithm, like comment, subscribe. We really appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys next week. So stay safe out there. Thanks for joining us.